time to have a conversation about Tim Hardaway Jr. Welcome into Mavericks Today. I'm Jeffrey Cooperstein. Before we get started, be sure to subscribe to the channel. We're having Dallas Mavericks content every single day throughout the 2023-2024 NBA season and hopefully a deep playoff run as well. So before we get into today's show, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Me and Harrison will bring you all the latest Mavericks news and rumors. All right, guys. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been absolutely awful lately. He has been the talk of Mavericks Twitter basically throughout the last month or so, and I think we have come to a point where, especially in yesterday's game against the Indiana Pacers, that the majority of Mavericks fans want to see Tim Hardaway Jr. on the bench, and here's why. In his last 10 games, Hardaway is averaging just 11.1 points, 34% from the field, less than 32% from three on seven attempts, and he's still playing a whole bunch of minutes, and Hardaway has just been absolutely stagnant on the offensive end. You look at what happened late or early in the fourth quarter, excuse me. Uh, Kyrie Irving gets nine straight points, tries to bring the Mavericks back into the game. And then there's Tim Hardaway. And I wish I had a photo of this, so that's my fault. Hardaway gets the ball on the right wing, takes a dribble, and pulls up from 30 feet, misses. And that's basically the end of the Mavericks run. He killed the Mavericks run and in, in summary, killed their win streak. So it, it just wasn't a good game from Tim Hardaway. And I think that uh, this is just a bigger picture of what's really been happening. Hardaway is just not playing good enough defense to justify him still getting extended minutes when he's shooting it like this. It just can't happen. I think at this point in time, uh, Jaden Hardy is the guy that's playing better defense right now and kind of fits the profile of this Mavericks team a little bit more. Now, I'll say this. To be fair to Tim Hardaway, he has always been a streaky shooter since the Mavericks acquired him. Uh, in the Chris Stapps Porzingis trade in January of 2019. He's always been streaky. There are 10 games where Hardaway is literally the hottest shooter on the planet. There are games where, and then there are 10 games like this, where Hardaway literally just can't hit the broadside of a barn. So it's a, it's a tricky situation that Jason Kidd finds himself in. What we do know about Tim Hardaway, though, is that he does perform in the playoffs, and I think the Mavericks are going to need the best version of Tim Hardaway for the playoffs because when he's that sixth man and he's able to shoot 36% from three, and he's able to knock him down at an efficient clip. He serves a purpose for this Mavericks team, and I think that this team will need it, uh, given the heavy minutes that Luka and Kyrie are going to be playing down the stretch. you got to have a third guy. And he has been, for the, I would say, the vast majority of this season, Hardaway has been that third scorer that the Dallas Mavericks need and that they covet because he's a guy that's been able to kind of step up when Luka's been out and when Kyrie was out for an extended time. It was Hardaway that was kind of keeping the Mavericks afloat as their secondary scorer. So I want to ask you this before we continue on. Should Tim Hardaway Jr. be in the Mavericks' current rotation? Type Y for yes, type N for no. This is going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So when you get hit with the YouTube ad break, go on down and get those comments in. For me, right now, I would go ahead and say no. I just think Tim Hardaway right now is an absolute detriment to this team. Do I think that he should be out of the rotation permanently? No, I do not. And we'll get to the guys in a couple of minutes that who I think should be playing right now. But Hardaway needs to find himself, and more importantly, I think Jason Kidd needs to find the appropriate role for Hardaway, and we'll see what happens going forward, but it's it's just not looking good for Tim Hardaway right now. You know what is looking good? Our sponsor, Prize Picks. We absolutely love Prize Picks here on Mavericks Today by Chat Sports. It is the best way to play daily fantasy uh, sports, and it's the only app you'll ever need DFS-wise. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season, the fight for playoff home court, there is no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. 
The Mavericks are off today, so I went with this three-player projection here for MLB. They have season-long MLB projections as well. Go check those out. I got Ronald Acuna Jr., more, more than 37 and a half home runs. He was the MVP last year. He's hitting that easy. Mookie Betts, more than 32 and a half home runs. I love Mookie taking the, uh, the move over to second base with the Dodgers. And Chris Bryant, more than 19 and a half home runs. He had a down year over there with Colorado, but I could see him hitting that easy. If you want to fade me, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100 today. If you want to play alongside some of PrizePix's favorite players like Meek Mill, like Sugar Sean O'Malley, you can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the PrizePix community each week. Again, because we love you and we care about you, that link is going to be in the comments and the description of today's show. It's prizepix.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. All right, let's get into it. Is it Jaden Hardy's time to shine? I kind of think so, man. I think it's time I at least want to see what it looks like. If it fails, you can always go back to Tim Hardaway Jr. I just think that it's time for Hardy to show what he can do, extended minutes in this rotation where the team is now deep and they're competing for something. Hardy really hasn't been a part of the rotation when the Mavericks have been good. Last year, he was a rookie, and we all know what happened last season. Mavericks completely missed the playoffs. Hardy was still trying to learn the, N- the ins and outs of the NBA game, and he was spending some time in the G League and whatnot. But this year, with the Mavericks finally being a legit contender in this Western Conference, and I know where they sit in the standings, legit contender may sound crazy, but if you take a look at what's happened since the trade deadline, I really believe that Hardy could be a key piece of this team. And, and when you look at Hardy's stats, oh, when he plays 20-plus uh, 20 minutes, He's averaging about 12 points per game, 12 and a half points per game, excuse me. Uh, that's pretty good, man. And I know he that's not as much as Tim Hardaway over the course of the season. But uh, if you take a look at what Hardaway has done over the uh, last 10 games, excuse me, which we already did, uh, it's better than that. So I, I really like what Hardaway has been doing, or excuse me, what Hardy has been doing. And I think it's time to see uh, his minutes in the rotation. 8.1 points per game on the season. Uh, just over two rebounds. The assist numbers aren't there, but what I really like about Jaden Hardy's game is that he brings the defensive tenacity. He's 6'6", and he has really long arms. He's an underrated defender, and he can guard twos and threes, whereas Tim Hardaway is really just uh, subjected to guarding only twos, just given his body type. So I think Hardaway, or I think, uh, I would like to see Hardy over Hardaway in this rotation right now. I really would. Hardy just brings the ball handling and the defensive capabilities that I believe uh, are better for this Mavericks team, and they're a better fit in Jason Kidd's rotation. There's also another guy that we need to talk about, and that is Dante Exum. Uh, it sounds like Exum's going to play tomorrow, guys. He's missed 24 out of the last 26 games. Last played on uh, January 26th. It is February 26th, so exactly a month uh, from today. Tomorrow's a special guy's birthday, by the way. I don't know if you can tell who that is. Uh, but anyways, Dante Exum, we know he brings the elite ball handling. We saw what Exum did early in the season with this team. At some points, he was arguably this team's second-best player when Kyrie Irving was out, man. I mean, he, he's a guy that just brings he brings relentless energy. He brings it defensively. Uh, he was shooting it really well early in the season when he was in that starting lineup. I'm not expecting those shooting numbers to stay consistent, but I do believe that he can bring something to this team that both Hardy and, both, and uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. cannot. So I would like to see Exum in the rotation as well. The only problem is, in an NBA game, there's 240 minutes to go around. And if you take a look at the Mavericks rotation, Tim Hardaway is getting anywhere right now from, let's say, 20. he played 23 minutes against Indiana. The max he'll play is about 33, 35. 
what is Hardaway or who who's going to take those minutes? Like, are you splitting it between those three guys? I don't think so. I think you kind of have to pick one between Hardy, Exum, and Hardaway. So I ask you guys, who should play those rotation minutes? If you think it's Dante Exum, type zero. If you think it's Jaden Hardy, type one. If you think it's Tim Hardaway Jr., go ahead and type 10. I'm going to go with one for now. I'm going to go with Jaden Hardy. Um, this is obviously subject to change, but I think Hardy should be getting those minutes at the moment. Exum's going to play tomorrow. We'll see what that looks like, uh, but I'm excited to see what happens between those two guys for sure. Just to round out today's show, I wanted to bring you this from our guy, Brad Townsend. And this is an interesting little nugget. He said, before last night's game, I was told that if they can find the right fit, the Mavericks are definitely looking to fill that open roster spot because, quote, even though we're definitely deeper, you can never be too deep. And Jason Kidd admitted, like, last week that this was the deepest the Mavericks have been in a long time. And I think it, re they re it really has the deepest they've been uh, since 21 when they made the trade, uh, the Porzingis trade uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie and for Davis Bertans, and that ended up adding to their depth. But I'll say this. I don't think there's any rush to really sign anybody yet. You don't have to sign anyone until the last day of the regular season. As long as they've been waived by March 1st, which is Friday, uh, they'll be eligible to play in the postseason. So I w if I'm Nico Harrison, if I'm Mark Cuban, I'm waiting until there's, God forbid, knock on wood, if there's an, if there's an injury that happens or if there's just another crisis where they have to sign a player immediately. That's what I'd be waiting for for that last roster spot. Now, if you take a look, at some of the top available free agents the Mavericks could potentially sign. DJ Augustine kind of intrigues me just because he's another true point guard, and I think the Mavericks could always use that. Marcus Morris, the Mavs already employ his twin brother, Markeith Morris. Not sure he plays a lot. The same goes with Wenyan Gabriel and Taj Gibson, but they bring veteran presence, and they're guys that have both played in the postseason. Danny Green, he intrigues me a little bit. I'm not sure what his status is. I know he, hasn't, he uh, wasn't going to play all season because of that torn ACL released by the 76ers. If he's available and he's healthy, uh, Danny Green in the playoffs, man, has been pretty awesome, except for uh, that little moment there with the Lakers where they won the championship and he was the meme on NBA Twitter during those finals. But I still think uh, Green has something to offer there as far as the free agent goes. So if you were GM Nico Harrison, if you were Mark Cuban, you were Jason Kidd, name someone that the Mavericks should sign down in the comments section. I like a guy like Marcus Morris. DJ Augustine works too. Shout out to producer Tex Hook'em Horns, DJ Augustine and him fellow UT alumni, but go ahead and shout out in the comments who the Mavericks should sign, and we'll see you later with another video of Mavericks Today.